Ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Sooth to Sleep Stories. I'm so glad you're here on this journey as I share the Bible with you in a year in a soft-spoken manner. And today we're just going to pick up where we left off in Exodus chapter 14, verse 15, through chapter 16, verse 21. Then, eventide, day 35. But before we begin, let's pray. Dear Adonai, Elohim, Heavenly Father, thank you again for another opportunity today to get to know you in your ways, in your Son's ways, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit through your Word, your eternal Word. It's not just words written on a page, Lord. It's life-breathing when your Spirit is connected to it. So thank you for illuminating the eyes of our understanding in our spiritual hearts, for remembering you are our source. There's no other. That we don't look at lack, no matter what we are going through. We do not look at lack. We look at your being our abundant provider in every way, relationally, spiritually, financially, physically. Lord, we should be walking in divine health, have abundance, so we can bless others. For that was your will before the foundations of the world. When you made Adam and Eve, our ancestors, Eve was the mother of all living, and we all came from Adam and Eve. And Jesus, you redeemed their mistakes. And their mistakes, especially Eve, was not intentional. They were influenced by the enemy. The enemy was in the midst in their garden. Much like we are influenced by the enemy, they, by the enemy who infiltrates our churches, our pulpits. Lord, give us discernment. Set us free so that we do your will. That we carry out your mandate not the enemy's mandate for our lives. In Jesus' name I pray by the power of your sweet Holy Spirit. Thank you for your word. Amen. Exodus chapter 14, verses 15 through 31. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the sons of Israel to go forward. As for you, Lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the sons of Israel shall go through the midst of the sea on dry land. As for me, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will be honored through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. When I am honored through Pharaoh, through his chariots and his horsemen, the angel of God, who had been going before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel, and there was the cloud along with the darkness. 
yet it gave light at night. Thus, the one did not come near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord swept the sea back by a strong east wind all night, and turned the sea into dry land. So the waters were divided. The sons of Israel went through the midst of the sea on the dry land, and the waters were like a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Then the Egyptians took up the pursuit, and all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and his horsemen went in after them into the midst of the sea. At the morning watch, the Lord looked down on the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud and brought the army of the Egyptians into confusion. He caused their chariot wheels to swerve, and he made them drive with difficulty. So the Egyptians said, Let us flee from Israel, for the Lord is fighting for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may come back over the Egyptians, over their chariots and their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal state at daybreak, while the Egyptians were fleeing right into it. Then the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea, waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen, even Pharaoh's entire army that had gone into the sea after them. Not even one of them remained, but the sons of Israel walked on dry land through the midst of the sea, and the waters were like a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Thus, the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. When Israel saw the great power which the Lord had used against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Exodus chapter 15 The Song of Moses and Israel Then Moses and the sons of Israel sang this song to the Lord and said, I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will extol him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he is cast into the sea, and the choicest of his officers are drowned in the Red Sea. 
The deep covers them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. And in the greatness of your excellence, you overthrow those who rise up against you. You send forth your burning anger, and it consumes them as chaff. At the blast of your nostrils, the waters were piled up. The flowing water stood like a heap. The deeps were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue. I will overtake. I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be gratified against them. I will draw out my sword. My hand will destroy them. You blew with your wind. The sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in praises, working wonders? You stretched out your right hand. The earth swallowed them. In your loving kindness, you have led the people whom you have redeemed. In your strength, you have guided them to your holy habitation. The peoples have heard. They tremble. Anguish has gripped the inhabitants of Philistia. Then the chiefs of Edom were dismayed. The leaders of Moab, trembling, grips them. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread fall upon them. By the greatness of your arm, they are motionless as stone. Until your people pass over, O Lord. Until the people pass over whom you have purchased. You will bring them and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance. The place, O Lord, which you have made for your dwelling. The sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and his horsemen went into the sea, and the Lord brought back the waters of the sea on them. But the sons of Israel walked on dry land through the midst of the sea. Miriam the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took the timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dancing. Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and his rider he has hurled into the sea. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went there three days in the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, it was named Marah. So the people grumbled at Moses, saying, What shall we drink? Then he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. And he threw it into the waters, and the waters became sweet. There he made for them a statute and regulation, and there he tested them. And he said, if you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, 
and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you which I put on the Egyptians, for I, the Lord, am your healer. Then they came to Elim, where there were twelve springs of water and seventy date palms, and they camped there beside the waters. Exodus chapter 16 verses 1 through 21 The Lord provides manna. Then they set out from Elim, and all the congregation of the sons of Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, or Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. And on the fifteenth day of the second month, after their departure from the land of Egypt, the whole congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The sons of Israel said to them, Would that we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day, that I may test them, whether or not they will walk in my instruction. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather daily. So Moses and Adon said to all the sons of Israel, At evening you will know that the Lord has brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord, for he hears your grumblings against the Lord. And what are we that you grumble against us? Moses said, This will happen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and bread to the full in the morning. For the Lord hears your grumblings, which you grumble against him. And what are we? Your grumblings are not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he has heard your grumblings. It came about, as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the sons of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the grumblings of the sons of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. So it came about at evening that the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated, behold, on the surface of the wilderness there was a fine, flake-like thing, fine as the frost on the ground. When the sons of Israel saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, It is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. 
gather of it every man as much as he should eat. You shall take an omer apiece according to the number of persons each of you has in his tent. The sons of Israel did so, and some gathered much, and some little. When they measured it with an omer, he who had gathered much had no excess, and he who had gathered little had no lack. Every man gathered as much as he should eat. Moses said to them, Let no man leave any of it until morning. But they did not listen to Moses, and some left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and became foul, and Moses was angry with them. They gathered it morning by morning, every man as much as he should eat. But when the sun grew hot, it would melt. Eventide, Day 35, February 4th Wise Rest Jesus said, Rest should play a large part in the lives of my followers. For tiredness and physical strain can cause man to lose his consciousness of my presence. Then, the light that banishes evil seems to be withdrawn, never by deliberate act of mine, but as the result of man's attitude towards me. Ponder on this. Oh, this is such a supernatural book. Exodus is such a supernatural book. I'm going to just unpack a little bit in Exodus chapter 15. So many will say now and try to water down and, and try to water down exactly what happened. They'll say, oh, the sea wasn't that high. It was as high as, you know, maybe up to your knees. No, a wall does not just go up to our knees. Here is the proof in the Song of Moses, what they witnessed. It wasn't just that they went through, it was the enemy that tried to go through too. If it was just up to their knees, then how in the world could the enemy drown? How in the world could Egypt's army drown? They couldn't drown in knee-depth water. No. It overcame them. They drowned. And I love how it says here that God has eyes. God saw through the pillar of fire and the pillar of the cloud. How do you please the enemy? You gratify his mandate. You gratify his will. In verse 9, the enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. And isn't that what the enemy tries to do today, especially in our church, the body of Christ? Oh my goodness. He tries to divide and conquer. And what does the Holy Spirit, what does the Holy Spirit do, the Spirit of God? Verse 10, he blew with his wind. He blew the waters to cover the enemy, and they sank like lead in the mighty waters. This wasn't knee-length depth of water. And the people, what fear they had of the Lord, witnessing this, you can't help but break out in worship. You cannot help but break out in worship. 
Who is like you among the gods, O Lord? See, there are gods, just like there are gods today. Small g. They are not the Lord. There's only one. There's not any God like our God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There is no God like him. Who is like you, O God? Majestic in holiness. Awesome in praises. Working wonders. They document what they witnessed. The drowning of the horses of Pharaoh and his chariots and his horsemen who went into the sea to try to get the Israelites. And then I love here how Miriam the prophetess, first time we see a description of Miriam as the prophetess, Aaron's sister, and Moses' sister, and how she took the tumbrel, and what did she do? She broke out in worship with dancing and singing and praise. How beautiful. What a song that would have been to witness to hear. Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and his rider he is hurled into the sea. And then, look at this. Right after that incredible miracle, what happens? They complain because they're thirsty and there's no water. So then Moses cries out to the Lord, and the Lord in his mercy shows a tree. And he throws that into the waters, and the waters become sweet. And there, that is when God first regulates a statute. It's so simple. Just obey the voice of the Lord your God. If you do that, you do what is right in His sight. You give ear to His commandments. You keep all His statutes by default because you obey Him. How easy it would have been to obey Him because how easy it was to hear His voice at that time. Moses directly heard from the Lord, and they could trust Moses, hearing directly from the Lord. And then in Exodus 14, just those few verses, oh, what a supernatural book, verses 15 to 30. I love here how, in, you know, God did all this, verse 18, then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord and I am honored through Pharaoh. So, by Pharaoh trying to pursue the Israelites, and then what happened when he tried to, when he tried to come against God himself by pursuing the Israelites? God was glorified and honored because everyone saw what happens when you try to come against God. And then, that night, who is separating them? Who is separating them? Verse 19, the angel of God, who had been going before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them. He protected them from behind. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them, so that the camp of Egypt and the camp of Israel neither could see either side, because the cloud of God, along with darkness, gave light at night. Can you imagine? And then, it's not like the sea just went up like that. No, it took all night. A strong east wind all night. Turned the sea into dry land. So the waters were divided. It took all night for the Israelites to go through. 
So by the time they were all the way, almost on the other side, at the morning watch, I love this part, the Lord looks down on the army of the Egyptians through his eyes look through the pillar of fire and cloud and caused confusion in the army of the Egyptians and had his angels swerve those chariot wheels and so unpacking Exodus chapter 16 verses 1 through 21 God tests their hearts through manna are they going to steward manna like he instructed them to do through Moses. Some of them did not. Some of them thought they knew better. And then worms came. Maggots came. God knew what he was doing. Just like he knows now when he says, don't go past this certain boundary. Don't have that unnatural affection for the same sex. Things like that. God knows what he's doing. And we give it all to you, Lord. We give it all to you, God. You know best. We don't. You are God. You are the Lord. And I want to share something really, really special right now. I actually have a testimony to share about this. There's a lot to share that I haven't shared that only a select few in my inner circle know. But God called me out to move to Florida and be ordained by a particular minister there. And it was a dream. He had everything laid out for me. But little did I know that this minister, who did not know me whatsoever, I was there less than two months and I was living with, was renting a room there like usually missionaries do. Just because someone says they're a Christian, they still may have a lot of things that they're dealing with and they need deliverance, but they have to be willing. And she wasn't willing to be delivered, so I didn't know this at the time, but I, I discerned something as soon as I got there. I was like, oh no, what did I just do? But anyway, my room was like heaven because I was constantly being consecrated to the Lord, just putting Him first in worship and the Word and prayer and praying and praying and interceding. And He was doing wonderful, wonderful work in my heart and my spirit and my life. But as soon as I would step outside, it was like hell. Well, He gave me a particular mandate and I followed through. And this minister did not know me from Adam. And I was in the back, and I was pushed to the front. And during the service, it was like four or five hours, he literally pulled me, plucked me out, and had me glorify the Lord like Miriam, like Miriam the prophetess. And I ended up worshiping the Lord live all over the world. It looks orchestrated, and one of these days I wonder if I should share the clip with you, because I didn't want to exploit it, it's so sacred to me, but I thought doors would open after that. No. Major spiritual warfare started as, as soon as it was over. Um, 
he invited me to be part of the worship team and it was exciting because it was beyond what I had dreamt and it was on a good Friday of all days and the first day of Peshach or Passover in 2022 I couldn't even celebrate what God had just done here I'm so glad that Miriam could celebrate because she was among her tribe I just had Father, Son, and Holy Spirit I left my home, family, everything to follow the call of God to be ordained by this particular minister. Well, two months later, that happened. And I don't even know if the minister remembers because it just, nothing's happened since. I didn't follow it up either because I believe that just as God orchestrated that and highlighted me to the minister, if he wants me to have some kind of follow through with the ministry of this minister, then he will open that door. He will orchestrate it. I don't have to manipulate it. And so many times we do try to manipulate God. So I moved out from this environment. It just came to a point where God was, God said, you're, you're moving, get ready. So for a month, I prepared. I started putting things in storage. I prepared. And I moved out July 1st. Well, what happened was I found another storage, and I was on my third load, and it was the last load. All of a sudden, a lightning storm came. And this storage, of course, had a gate. Well, all the power was out. All the power was completely out. It was around 6-something at night. Everything was closed. Everybody went home for the day. But we could still access up to a certain time at night. And I had nowhere to go. I, I have all this stuff in my car. What am I going to do? I was staying in a Airbnb type place, but I couldn't bring all my stuff there. So I literally just started praying in the Spirit. Immediately, the Lord reminded me of what He did with Moses and the Israelites in Egypt. So I said, Lord, just like you parted the Red Seas, thank you for parting this gate. Lord, we don't need the man's electricity. You are electricity. You created everything. You're the source of electricity. And I don't know, I just, I didn't, I didn't say a lot of words. I just prayed in the Spirit. And then he reminded me, remember my prophets. They always follow through what I told them with a prophetic act. So I started to put in my code as if the actual power was on, nothing was working. I did this for five minutes, repeated it at least five or six, seven times. I'm outside my car putting the code in. All of a sudden, there's no power now. Gate completely open like a drawbridge. I was floored. I got into my car, went in in shock, in absolute shock, <laughs> what I prayed for, an absolute miracle. And this began my journey, the supernatural miracles that he loves to do, he loves to show. I remember I reminded him, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, just as you parted the Red Sea. You can part this gate, you can do anything. And he did. So. I'm very, very blessed. Has it been easy? No. 
Oh gosh, no. But my faith has gone to levels I've never... It's soared. It has... My faith has soared like an eagle's. And it continues to as God shows his miracles every day to me. In the little mundane things and also the big things like that day. That was around July 7th. So I just wanted to share that. And if you have a Red Sea parting story, please comment below. I hope that this testimony blessed you. And sweet friend, before we go, if you do not know Jesus, this wonderful, wonderful Jesus who died just for you, and, and you would like to know him as your very own Lord and Savior, would you please pray the following prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I would like Jesus to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Your word says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 that if I confess out loud Jesus is my Lord and believe in my heart God raised him from the dead I shall be saved for it is with my heart that I believe and am justified just as if I never sinned and it is with my mouth that I confess and I am saved please Lord Jesus come into my heart Please be my Lord and my Savior. I repent for the wrong life I have lived until now. I choose you and will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are now his child. All heaven is jumping up and down and dancing because you received Jesus into your very own heart, sweet friend. Tell someone you just received Jesus and find a great Christian church and grow in him. He loves you and desires worship from your heart each and every day. You are so precious to him. I'll see you all tomorrow. Blessings to you.